The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Hi there. Join us as the girls take over the shed and talk with Joe about girls and gaming and some of the unique issues women face in what is usually seen as men's territory. We'll share our thoughts on gaming from a female perspective and share a little bit about our likes and dislikes and some of our favorite games. Hi everybody and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. Today we've got a special sidebar podcast. I have with me Kat and Bridget and Mickey, Mickey, one of our regulars, Kat and Bridget, special guests for today. We're going to have uh, these nice ladies talk about what it's like to be a girl and have to play with guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're nice ladies. So what I'd like to do is go around the table and just give a quick hi and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Kat. Um, I was introduced to D&D, I guess, uh, through my boyfriend who knows uh, Mickey and JJ and I got introduced to this through JJ who was like hey they're doing a Lagurly podcast you want to be a part of it and I was like sure no problem <laughs> you put the bill <laughs> you're a girl no, yes right. I, I, I am a female by nature Bridget hi I'm Bridget uh, otherwise known as the DM's wife um, so I've been introduced to D&D uh, involuntarily, for the most part, through my my husband's escapades, especially with this podcast. Um, but I tell you, I like listening to the stories, and um, it's always been very interesting. While my time actually playing has been just about never, um, it's fun to see and it's fun to read and fun to listen to. Awesome! And hey, everyone, it's Mickey again. You know the Yay, antics Mickey. will continue. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. <laughs> today, you you don't have to play with boys. I though. don't have to play with boys today, so that's uh, a, that's a plus. So, uh, like I was saying to start, we're going to talk about um, the female perspective in gaming, and we're not going to restrict it to just the RPG games that uh, we do play here at Adventures from the Shed. We have different experiences around the table, and um, we just want to open it up kind of in general, who would like to uh, kick us off? So, I'll start. Why not? So, gaming, like girls in gaming, I think I've shared before, while I've had experience playing on a table, with a table of mostly guys, or all guys, and then I've also had some experience playing with a table where there were some girls there, and it's definitely different. Um, I joke that, you know, during our regular podcast, I play with boys, but these guys are actually really well behaved compared to some of the, the horror stories that I've heard of my fe- fellow gamers out there. And um, I think it's it's an interesting dynamic. I know I'm not unique in that um, I've experienced some um, discrimination, I think, especially as a new gamer entering the world of D&D. Some people just don't want to take the time or have the patience to teach a starting player and that can be a bit intimidating to a start a starting player especially a girl breaking into the boys club quote unquote but um i my experiences have been for the most part positive there have been some negatives and i wanted to start this podcast just to get the conversation flowing because i'm sure there's other women out there and other girls out there who like the game and are maybe intimidated to start a game or enter a game with mostly guys or having a grand old time and say, Mickey, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. What do you think? Kat? I, yeah. I think that's, that's a 
good point. Um, I never really got into gaming um, because I had two brothers, and it was definitely their thing. Mm-hmm. So if I could like sneak into their room and watch, then that was like a oh, it's such a huge big thing that I could actually sit in there with them. Um, they would often get like really mad and just kick me out, or they would <laughs> let me play and then completely demolish me in whatever game they were playing. Usually, like Super Smash Bros. or um, Crash Bandicoot, and then. Through that, like, growing up, I, I would always lose to them, and I would, like, get super excited when I actually won once, and then my brothers would just be like, oh, we let you win, ha <laughs> like, <laughs> Turn the game off, kick her out. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And so that's just, it turned me off to video games altogether. And then I started, you know, when I was younger, I, I loved to play pretend. Um, I had quite a few friends who would uh, play pretend with me and we, we'd go off on like our own little adventures around the neighborhood pretending to be some other uh, fantastical creature and that's where I really learned that um, uh, it's, it's an experience and it doesn't have to be for just one person it, you can make the game whatever you want it to um, and that's why I love uh, RPG games and that's why I love D&D um, I was introduced to it, I guess, um, uh, was it a year ago? A year yeah, ago now. Be, yeah, a year ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the world <laughs> of D&D. No, we're sorry. Yeah. You were introduced <laughs> to it via JJ and Mickey. So oh. you've had our, our, our warped uh, interpretation. No, that, that's fine. I mean, I still don't understand the game that much, but it's but still... you have fun playing it. Yes, mm. it's so much fun. <laughs> because y'all are very well behaved. People. Yeah, for the most part, th- this group is me really well. well behaved. Like, I mean, I remember when we, we played in Asheville, there was one group that I played with, and the guys were just crass. And it's like, really, I don't want to hear about that craziness. I just want to come and play my game. Leave me alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's other games where there are girls involved, and they do the stereotypical. Well, gonna get comments on this but the whole stereotypical you know she wore like the lowest cut shirt she had and was like fawning over all the guys and all the little kids were like oh it's Ooh, a girl say that again but slower fawning over all the guys <laughs> joseph <laughs> what and seriously it's like you know th- there's extremes in everything mm-hmm. right so i wish I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just my my perspective, but there should be a, more of a happy median. Mm-hmm. And I, I I understand what you mean by when you were little or when you were younger, your brothers were like, oh, "Get out of here! It's a privilege for you to watch us yeah. play games." Because I mean, thinking about all the guys in high school who who played games, this is another reason. Like, I don't like video games, and that I think I'm blaming every guy I ever played with because of that. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, we're awesome at this, and you suck. You're just a girl." And it's like, seriously, just let me figure out how to play this stupid game, and then I'll whoop your butt, you know? Yeah. Oh. I think there are, like, two kind of girls that, I guess, in the world people expect you to be if you're a girl in the gaming world. You're either, like, super sensual, and you're trying to seduce all the men, or you're exactly like all of the men and super butch. Mm-hmm. I, that's It's like, why mm. can't we just be who we are? Yeah. Why can't we just I mean, be awesome? Yeah, I mean, we're in s- like sweatshirts and stuff and, and sweaters. And we're recording and a podcast. Yeah, that's what do you think, Bridget? Um, well, I haven't had much experience with D&D, but what you guys were talking about, video games, kind of brought me back to one of the most fun games I ever played, which was um, Gemstone, which was a text-based mud game. And 
it was amazing. But I think I liked it because there was no graphics. I didn't have to look at scantily clad pictures of very buxom creatures looking at me. I could imagine what I wanted it to be. And it wasn't sexist and it wasn't, you know, super macho. You could just imagine what everybody was, um, what you wanted them to be. And that was one of my favorite ones to play. It didn't have a control pad There's either. No, yeah, it was a computer keyboard. It was completely keyboard. text command, command line. Yeah, it was old school. But it was fabulous, and it was kind of like a and d adventure. You could make up your own story as you go. You could do what you wanted um, and interact with the world and interact with other characters. And But you didn't have that graphic in your face and that's that was what i don't like about a lot of the world of warcraft and things like that i don't want to look at other women's boobs you know <laughs> i mean I, I have nothing against it but geez you know it doesn't need to be in You've your face got your own boobs you don't yeah, need to look at other yeah, boobs. exactly that's a really good point i never i mean i've become so uh, desensitized to it but you're right the majority of the games the, well, and the games have, that are marketed i have to, little yes. girls too and you know they'll they'll come up with every now and then wanting to play something and has like and the graphics and that are not appropriate for nine and twelve year old girls to be looking yeah. at, Gosh, even though it may Diablo not 3. it may be harmless. But yeah, something Di- like Diablo. Well, Diablo three. The thing that freaked me out the most it wasn't all the blood and the, and the guts and stuff. Diablo's got boobs. <laughs> and Diablo three. What? Diablo he he comes back uh, from a female and poof, Diablo's got boobs. Yeah, they're, they're, a lot of the games now, they're definitely geared towards men. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Grand Theft Auto, I mean, how many boobs are in that? Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. Hmm. So gaming, <laughs> companies, gaming companies out there, take mm-hmm. note. I mean, they know exactly who's going to play them. Yeah. Well, yeah, the boys are going to play them. Mm-hmm. But there are girls out there who, I mean, I know one of my coworkers is, loves console gaming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's up. It's like a, a really steep learning curve, for one, mm-hmm. if you want to go out there and, and learn and play and go into the, the interactive world and play with other people. It's a steep learning curve. People have very little patience <laughs> for beginners. And then on top of that, she's got to deal with all this other stuff of, you know, the expectations placed on, on players or four players with these these games and these graphics and i mean there's guys out there with warped sense a warped sense of what a girl is because all they see is these images that are false so it's 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 a weird world out there but what about like outside of gaming like thinking about like just the whole world of gaming sci-fi convention comic books cons etc my mic keeps cutting in and out I think that women have to work twice as hard in the nerd world as boys do because it's not it's it's becoming more of our world with cosplay because I mean if you have a decent body then you can wear a uh, like Mad Moxie costume and everyone loves you and then all the girls hate you. <laughs> but it's, it, the same it's, thing. it's a double-edged sword. I mean yeah. we cannot be satisfied. I I have full body armor and then I pull off my bucket or my helmet, excuse me, <laughs> more Mandalorian lingo. Um, I pull <laughs> For those who don't know, Kat cosplays as a merc. Yeah. I'm, she's pretty badass. I'm, I'm a Mandalorian mercenary from Star Wars, Boba Fett. 
Um, I have to specify all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I pull off my bucket and I have a braid and I, I have more of like the androgynous type of uh, armor because I don't have like the gigantic cups. Like so the, you don't the, have the, the brown the molded bowls. <laughs> I don't have the soup bowls. No, and that's the way I like it. And I pull off my bucket, and then I at MonsterCon last year, two there's this group of guys who are following me around. They're like, "Oh, what a picture with the girl, the girl Merc." And I was like, "Just go away, please, please, yeah. just go away." Yeah. I want um, to enjoy myself here. <laughs> I'm just a Merc. Leave me alone. Don't exactly. make me shoot you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's kind of cool in a way because now that it's it's Mandalorians, it's definitely a guy thing. There are huge majority of uh, males compared to females, but now females are getting a lot bigger into it because um, of uh, uh, Sabine, because uh, from the Rebels, mm. Sabine, and then um, uh, Bo Katan from the Star Wars Clone Wars animated series girls saw that and they're like i want to be her because she's awesome <laughs> yeah she is awesome yeah. and like thinking back like i've shared that james and i go to dragon con every year and i mean there's definitely pressure on those girls to wear the scantily this no scantilous costume and the least amount of clothing and just body paint and show off all their stuff <laughs> it's like you know so to me some of the best costumes aren't about showing skin it's about originality and you know your interpretation of the character and honestly i don't want to see i don't want to see half a year about i don't i don't want to see that i'd rather see the character and and your vision of what that character should look like don't feel the pressure to have to show your boobs just to get attention and and get pictures there there is a difference though because like mad moxie she's obviously a very busty character and if you don't have boobs then you can make it look like you have boobs but why but, do you have to wear boobs can't, why can't i just be a flat-chested it's, it's character it's a it's like the character you're, you're being true to the character if you truly love mad moxie then be mad moxie you have to be screen accurate and uh then everyone is like uh she's she's a total you know yeah you can say it yeah. she's a hoe <laughs> she's a hoe <laughs> and enough like, i can say it or it'd not you like dressing Sorry. up as the hulk without green skin i mean yeah. you, you can't really be the hulk just, well i mean just what, I what is skin. a hulk with yeah. a shirt on or that, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if you're okay? So, what if the Hulk has embraced his anger issues, you know, <laughs> and he's working on it? I can and see he's that wearing, attention. You know, the- that could totally get attention. The I am, zen I am the Zen Hulk. I am the oh, calmer, then. gentler oh. Hulk. <laughs> Just walk around in Ohm all day. Why not? Yeah. It's my interpretation of the character. If I want to be a flat-chested Moxie, but I'm going to be a flat-chested Moxie. There are also those Moxie. people who are like. They create a Boba Fett, and it's showing skin, showing... Uh, they have, like, this little thong thing on, and then this little bra thing on, and then they paint it to look like Boba Fett. And that's just that's just kind of ruining the character for me, because then people... It. I got called Boba Fett a Drogon Con. Dragon Con. <laughs> Drogon Con. <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I was insulting. Like, no! <laughs> That's ridiculous. That horrible. Yeah. So yeah, that the whole cross gen what do they call it? Gender bending. Yeah. Gender bending. Gender bending of, of in cosplay. Cross dressing. Cross dressing. Mm-hmm. Drag queens. We have a bunch of drag queens <laughs> oh. at Dragon Con. I love it. 
I love drag queens. Dragon queen. To all my my drag queens out there, I have total respect for you guys. No tea, no shade. Todor. Total respect. Total respect. <laughs> and I haven't even had anything to drink tonight. Why not? Whoa. Because <laughs> I got to work tomorrow. I'm, that's almost, why not. I'm almost done mm, with this me water. Too. <laughs> that, that's a lot of drinks. Is it water or vodka? <laughs> this one's water. Oh, okay. It's vodka. Vodka. <laughs> so that's con. Okay, so what about, like, can you think about instances of, like, when I think of the nerd universe, right? So the, the quintessential comic book shop experience mm. right <laughs> walking in there for the first time <laughs> any experiences there uh n- not not really not actually really? uh i have been to the two down on lawrence road uh richards richards comic book store and then the, the borderlands borderlands yes shout out to I borderlands Borderlands. <laughs> I like them, but there's, like, I go on a Saturday, and there's usually a lot of kids there. And so I walk in, and I'm surrounded by little kids. Little ankle biters. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm okay. I guess they save up their allowance. They're allowed. Yeah. (laughs) Is it because you've played now for a year that you know what to expect when you walk in? Like, would you have felt the same way two years ago walking into the same store? Okay. This is is a fun experience. So I worked at a costume shop for uh, over two years. And as you could imagine, a costume shop, a little hole in the wall, would invite quite a few odd characters. And... Quite a few times I had like, you know, I had like a Doctor Who shirt on and I was just like working, you know, it's very casual there and you don't have to wear anything fancy. And I had a Doctor Who shirt on and this guy comes in and he's like long hair, probably didn't shower in the last couple of months and just like, it's, yeah, (laughs) anyways, I don't want to say typical (laughs) nerd, but like it's, if you could imagine what a nerd would be like stereotypical stereotyped as like in the 90s or something that would be him so Anyways. he came from his mom's basement yeah, up, pretty much pretty much steps and yeah things. and so he would come in and uh we'd get talking and he was like well i, I really want to do um uh, something from a video game and i was like so i'd help him out with a costume and he says you know dr who it's like yeah i i love yeah, dr I know who him personally uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i i love dr who and he was like no way and so we'd get talking and we'd just uh i would tell him that we would do that i play D. i love lord of the rings i love all this nerdy stuff and so he'd start hitting on me mm-hmm. of course. obviously because obviously. what do you do when you meet a fairly attractive female nerd she's hot everyone don't let her, <laughs> yes. don't let her. she's really cute that's that's an interesting point. My so, mom's calling me. Oh, no. No. So that's an interesting point that you bring, you know, the expectation, right? So if I wear, like, a nerdy shirt and run into someone, it's one of two things. It's either, you don't know who, you, do you have any idea what shirt you have on? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, wow, you must be something special because you're a girl and you're, you know who Doctor Who is. Can I, can, can I get more? Kind of like, you know, Eeyore, yes, Master Moore, you know? <laughs> So that, I, I've seen the two extremes, mm-hmm. and I, I can totally relate to that experience. What do you think, Bridget? Um, don't have much experience with that. Uh, I've gone to, I went to big robot games a couple of times, and I was definitely the only female in the building on, on a few occasions, and <laughs> it's it's kind of awkward. Did it, did you feel like everything like, just stopped and all eyes turned? Nah, they were pretty much into what they were doing and actively <laughs> ignoring me. Oh god, um, 
That's funny. Yeah. It's a female. Don't look. It's a female. Don't look. Stop. There's one. Ex- my sister's going to kill me. Okay. So my sister and I, this is when I first started dating James back in the day. And um, he took us to a comic book sh- in Fort Lauderdale, a comic book shop in Fort Lauderdale. And my sister's really cute. She's a little shorter than me, bigger, much bigger chest. Much bigger booba fat. Much, she's much, booba she's, fat. She's yeah. much bigger booba fat. So, like, we walk in, and it was like, you know, like, in the movies, like, the, the, the scratching of the record, stop. Like, every head in the shop turned, and they were, like, staring at her, and she looked at me, she's like, is there something on my face? You know? <laughs> is my shirt, like, undone? My zip, my fly's up. I don't, I don't get it. So, she's, like, walking through this shop, and the kids, the kids... Young gentlemen, adorable little kids, adorable little kids. <laughs> I like fought, like they're like tripping, like dropping stuff. <laughs> she's like, wow, you know, if I ever need to boost my self esteem, this is where I'm gonna go, you know, because this was like the place. <laughs> it's hilarious, and like t- she has never walked into another comic book shop to this day because she's like, no, I I, I don't want to deal with that again, That's sad. which is sad. That's sad. Mm-hmm. They ruins it for her. Uh-huh. Whatever. Uh, let, let me ask a question from that perspective then, from the what could ruin it for you perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, when getting into a game of whatever type, whether it be a computer game or a role-playing game, uh, what could happen at the beginning that would, se- that would say, I'm not coming back for another session, or I'm logging off and not coming back onto the server, or something that you definitely, uh, it, that, that would definitely turn you completely off from that situation and possibly stop you from ever going back into a comic book store again. Hmm. You want to start with me? Or do you want to start do with you me? Have, do you have an experience? I think the one thing that would just completely turn me off is just ignorance. You know, just... Don't discriminate against me just because I'm a quote-unquote girl or, you know, anything or something to that effect. Just you know, just treat me like any other player. Recognize, if I'm, a, if I'm a novice player, I tell everyone at the table, you know, I'm new to this game. Please have some patience with me, but I'm going to work on it. And I'll get just as good, if not better, than everyone at the table. Just... <laughs> You know, as long as your ego can, as fit long as my chair. ego can yeah. fit in the chair, it, it works out to be great. <laughs> That's not me. Um, the only thing I can think of, again, video game related, is you know, if there's some video game that I'm dying to play, and I go in and I create this really cool character, and she I make her hair the color I like, and fix her outfit the way I like, and then as soon as I log into the game and start playing, some guy walks up and says, "Hey, you want a cyber?" You know, that would be like, nah, that's it. Game over, logging off, going away, bye-bye. <laughs> that's not why I logged in. Just, yeah, that's not why I logged in. I logged in to play, not to mm-hmm. cyber with you, yeah. psycho. Go away. <laughs> like, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> go away. Ew, 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 go away. You wash your keyboard. Yes. <laughs> Lysol. Like it. What about you? Uh, well, a specific experience. I haven't had any experiences, besides my brothers with video games, but... um. Or cosplaying, because that's something that I love to do. But um, I, it, at college, I tried to play uh, D&D with a, a friend of mine from acting class. And uh, I had just, like, passively mentioned, it was like, uh, I think it was when JJ actually contacted me about doing a little girly podcast about D&D. And I, I was talking to him about it. And I was like, I get to be on a podcast. You should check it out. It's about D&D. And he was like, wait. 
you play D and D? It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I love it. I've been playing it for like a year now. And he's like, no way. That's an, that's that's interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, would you would you like to come play with me and my friends? It's like, who are your friends? And he says, uh, just a couple of guys from ROTC. It's like that sounds really weird. So I um. I'm like entertaining the idea and he's talking about it. And um, then I, I meet some of his friends and uh, then I automatically decided that I didn't want to go there by myself because it was like <laughs> all of the, <laughs> I mean, they, they weren't like nerdy, but they were just like, oh my gosh, it's a girl. Why do you want to play D&D? That's so weird. Because <laughs> they're used to all of these like for, uh, uh, sorority girls and, they, and then here I am. Like yeah, I like I like a tabletop game. Is that so hard to believe? Or like, nah, that's just that's just weird. It's I don't just, think you would like fit in. <laughs> I was like, I don't have to fit in. I just like to play D and D. Later, I found out they did a very very different kind of role playing where they make up their own stories and their own characters, and it's basically like role playing with a grid not following any kind of rules but maybe with like a die 20 and apparently they they rated they raided um McDonald's headquarters. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I'm so glad I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean unless you were looking for a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, you know, McRibs are Can I get fries with that? <laughs> That's a nice meal. Want some but... fries with that shit? <laughs> 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 all right, to all the guys out there. Stop it with the fries and the shake. <laughs> We don't want to hear it. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. it Have was, you uh, had a Wendy's Frosty <laughs> with their fries? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to admit that's pretty good. Yeah. I have had that. Oh, good, Mickey. Yes. Hey, baby, you want some fries with that shake? No, you psycho, get away from me. <laughs> no, but if you've got a Frosty. Yeah. Some Frosty, hey, some Wendy's fries, dollar menu. Oh, we're going to get comments on this one. I'm sorry. So. I apologize. Uh, now, let me ask that from the flipped perspective. If, um, and I'll ask Bridget, you first, of... You've listened to our podcast, you've witnessed us playing the game now, yep. you've listened to other games that I've recorded playing, and you've started listening to other podcasts. What, if, if you were to start playing a game, what would interest you at a, at a gaming table? Let, let's talk about what you've experienced. What would make you want to join that group? Okay. One thing that I've noticed listening to the AFTS crew is you guys are all equals. You guys are are all on the same level. Nobody treats the girl like a girl. You, you're all players on an adventure, and you're doing something together. Now, that there's other podcasts, other recordings I've listened to where the girl's just kind of tagging along. Da-dee-da, stopping to fix her hair, check her shoe. <laughs> you know, it, it's, not, that's not a, it's not a character. It's not a, a believable thing. It doesn't draw you into the story. It doesn't help paint the picture. It doesn't help get your goal accomplished. Um, I, I think that I would want to be part of a balanced group. Whatever I brought to the group, I would want to be a valuable skill that would help the group succeed. I wouldn't just want to be tagging along and, you know, la-di-da, skipping along behind all the guys while all the men do all the work. And the, I'm just kind of picking daisies on the side of the road. And 
Oh, yeah, that wouldn't interest me whatsoever. Except as, you know, an NPC, one-time thing, just coming along to mess with you guys. (laughs) That that would be fun. (laughs) What I said was, those are plus two daisies you're picking. Oh, yes. (laughs) Plus two daisies of restoration. Absolutely. (laughs) Plus two daisies to fabulous. Fabulous! Um, Yeah, I, I would want to be unequal with my peers at the table. I think everybody at the table should see... Everybody else has a peer. Nobody's better than anybody else. You're all hopefully starting out on the same foot as far as your characters go and as far as the storyline goes. And you, know, you don't don't treat a girl just like a girl. You know, like, stay back. I'll take care of this, ma'am. You know. <laughs> damsel in distress. Yeah, damsel in distress kind of thing. Let, let the girl be a hero, too. Yeah. Damn right. I like that. I want to be a hero. I want to be a hero. <laughs> I need a hero. Mickey wants to be the hero. I am the hero. I second that. I Are second you Baymax? <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm too old big for hero. references. Okay, and I'm, I'm not sorry. getting any of the yeah. references either. Oh, oh, okay. That's so big hero six. Six. This is Big Hero 6. This is, this is how I feel all no. the time. I don't well, get it, any It references. just came out. It literally just came out. If it just came out, chances Your girls are we'll would catch love it. it on Netflix we'll know it, in Yeah, years. We'll know it in, in a couple of years when it comes out on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, you have children. That was really yes, we do. It's for we the children. Poor, poor, <laughs> underprivileged children who don't get to go to the movies and see first-round things. They get to watch it on Netflix when uh, it's free. <laughs> so what was it you were referencing now? It was Big, big Hero 6. I have Baymax. It's some big, like... Oh, the big marshmallow-looking dude. The marshmallow yeah. robot. We, we went to a movie... Uh, one movie, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. That preview was on that movie. And we hadn't been to a movie since, what, like the first Spider-Man, I think. I think oh, it probably was the first Spider-Man. Yeah, Tobey Maguire? Like yeah, that one. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, we don't get out much. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> That's why we have a shed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can at least feel like you're going yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mini vacation every day. <laughs> Let's go to the shed, everyone. <laughs> All right, so I I would second your your opinion. I definitely that's one of the things that keeps me coming back to D and D is a table where it's balanced, and I feel like I'm a I'm a character that's contributing to the story. I think I've shared it before on the podcast. You know, don't treat me like a girl; treat me like any other player. That's that's my one request. And I love how snarky you are. <laughs> I gotta say, I, you are always just like, yeah, whatever. Shut up, wizard. Shut up, party. <laughs> she one, holds her own. One yes. of the things that helps with that is, in my experience, playing with with Mickey and then with other uh, women at the table is you're assertive. You don't wait for someone to to call on you. You you're there. You're in the game already, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's the same, and I would say with uh, a man, with a boy, with a male of the species, if they're just sitting back and not doing anything, it's kind of goofy as well. Why, you know, why bother being at the table? But um, one thing that definitely, and one of the reasons why Mickey is part of the AFTS cast is she is that person, and that's very beneficial. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it works out or not, I'm going in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, and, and go ahead. Oh, I was just going to talk about, um, what the heck was that game? DAOC. Dark, Dark Age of Camelot, Camelot that we used yeah. to play <laughs> online. It was online 
was kind of an RPG, I guess. It's an um, MMORPG. M- yeah, there you go. There is no RP in it. No, it's an MMOG. <laughs> <laughs> they, started, they started calling them that, MMOG. Yeah. Right. Um, All the wild people are going, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was fun because one of my favorite things, and I think the reason why I played the game so darn much, was I picked a cleric, and I totally did not play her as a cleric like all the other clerics would sit in the town square and heal people and they would always be just tagging along with the party casting out the healing not really doing anything ah she was a battle cleric and that was so much fun everybody's like oh you're playing it wrong her stats are wrong you're you're leveling her up wrong i'm like heck no this is fun i'm gonna go (laughs) kick some butt (laughs) that was the best character i ever played in any game that's a good. That's a good note for everyone, for all yeah. boys yeah. and girls. Just, you don't always have to do what what no. you think you're supposed to. Just have fun with it. And and now this is games. the flip side. Now now the wild people out there are saying, "No, you're wrong. You have to have the right stats and the right armor, dummy." Yeah. Oh whatever. my gosh, you'll never beat that level unless your stats are right. <laughs> you're never yeah. raiding in my group. Who cares? This is why <laughs> it'll be all the more awesome when I do. Yeah. This is why I don't play WoW. <laughs> and Kat, on the same idea, what would actually in seeing or hearing a game, what would actually make you say, I want to play with that group or I want to be in that game? What makes it appealing? Oh, gosh, how how funny they are. Yeah. I, I would definitely have to say how funny they are. Um, you have to make me laugh to get me entertained. Um, it's probably why I'm with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, uh, when I was listening to the podcast, I uh, listened to the um, very first uh, the first role playing that y'all are doing, and y'all kept on calling the uh, oxen horses or the horses the horse oxen. oxen. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, it's an oxen. The, the horses were dead in the trail, yeah. but yeah. the wagon was being led by oxen. Like, yeah. I'm going to walk over to the the oxen. No, those like, are no, horses. no, no, no. Yeah, those, 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 those are horses. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. But it was and definitely Kurt entertaining. It. <laughs> it was. It was just. It was really entertaining. Um, it, that's what would keep me entertained. If I can, if I can banter with someone back and forth, then that's that's a good game. And I can banter with Mickey a lot uh, when we play. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a sparring match one time <laughs> with the boys, and uh, it was uh, uh, Mickey and I against the boys, and we we're like, "We're doing this, darn it! <laughs> this is how it's gonna go, and you can either come or you can come. <laughs> Those are your options." <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, folks, you heard it here first. Jessica Rabbit was right. We always look for a man who makes us laugh. <laughs> Showing my age, it's all good. I know who you're talking about. You remember? Uh huh. Jessica Rabbit loved her. What else you got there, Mickey? I've got. I think you, we went you, through everything here. Notes down there. I did. I actually prepared for this. Shut up, guys. That's crazy. Well, you prepared right before I right clicked be- record. Yeah. You don't have to tell them when I prepared. All right, I can just prepared tell them you prepared. A long minute before I clicked record. <laughs> <laughs> no way. She came in here totally prepared. This is off the cuff. <laughs> so I think we went over. The only other thing that um, we haven't talked about is like types of games. I think we we've touched on it, like mm-hmm. button mashing versus RPG. And how I'm just not a fan of button mashing, and I blame it on all those high school boys I used to play with. (laughs) All you boys out there. It's all (laughs) your fault. That's why we don't button mash anymore. I 
it's so true. I like controlling my character mm-hmm. with my mind, not my fingers. Or I guess that's the same thing, but, you know, oh. directly. It's more direct when you can control the person in an RPG like this than, like, fingers. And finger mashing. Finger mashing. I'll yeah. tell you, my typing speed went way up through the roof when I started playing that mud, the text-based mud. Because <laughs> if I wanted to do anything, I had better type it fast. <laughs> I mean, there were some shortcuts, but there was a lot of typing. I think I know what you're talking about. There was, like, the little chat thing, and yeah. then you would create a story with a whole bunch of other people? Um, there were some, really. like... That's what I did. Some, like, predefined paths that you could follow for, like, mm-hmm. adventure things, but... Um, you could you always did a slash action like it was slash smile slash talk oh, slash yeah. like you 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 had to type everything that you did and then your character would it would read out a text line saying your character smiles slightly at the blah 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 it's like oh okay you know <laughs> so you would just sit there and and hit slash and type random words and see what if does it do anything does it do anything <laughs> because it's all you're trying to imagine the picture of it in your mind you're trying to create that picture but you're still trying to make it look to people around you like you're doing stuff. And it was it was a really interesting game. We played that for probably three or four years. It was um, a while. Yeah. And that was, that was before World of Warcraft and a bunch of other you know, multiplayer games. It was probably the first of its kind, and I kind of miss it. <laughs> All right, people, start developing more stuff like <laughs> That's that. That's right. Well, I well, don't think we many need. people would play a text-based mm. mud anymore, but... I totally would. I yeah. used to um, be a part of a forum where we would... Uh, each one of us would have, uh, like... We would go in, I guess, a circle. We'd have um, names, and we'd go in order, and then we would uh, just type a paragraph of what our character was doing, and then we'd create this big old long story that was basically a book. And we'd all be interacting with each other and... And progressing the story on along. That's really cool. That so that really would be neat. a play by post on yes. a forum. Yeah. yeah. And huh. this um the one Bridget was talking about is more it, it there is a structured world and mm-hmm. things you can do with your character, very much like a World of Warcraft. However, when you walk into an area, it says something like like you would read in a D&D adventure. The walls are covered with moss. The obvious exits are north, south, and east. Right. And then mm-hmm. you type east, and you go to the next area, and mm-hmm. maybe you step in there. Also in here is a goblin, and then you can attack goblin. Yeah. You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And it, But it was very dynamic. The developers would change things regularly. Like she said, um, the way your character would act was only what you typed. So somebody walking into an area, unlike the World of Warcraft or EverQuest or something, they don't see you unless they actually look at your character. It would just say, also here, Joe, oh. right? And then they have to look at Joe to see that he's wearing a robe and wear, you know, a backpack and what have you. And you, you build the picture in your mind from the text on the screen. That's pretty cool. And that made a big difference. That's Very much cool. like a play-by-post, except... That the beginning of each post would be like a computer generated. Here's where you are now. Add to it, mm-hmm. but very similar. That sounds really neat. It was really mm-hmm. neat. It was. I mean, it was be the time before children. I remember those <laughs> days. <laughs> <sighs> remember them when all I had yeah. to do was sit and play muds and yeah. Um, it, it was. It was the reason that that game. I still remember it so vividly is because everything was in my head. The pictures I had were in my head. What my character looked like was in my head. There were no graphics to spoil it. 
you know, what my character did is in my head. And it was just the perfect game for me because nobody could make it look wrong. People didn't have their boobs hanging out either. <laughs> it's funny that the games that appeal to us are those that are that require more imagination. It's not easy for you to just look at a screen and, and mash some buttons. Mm-hmm. There's some thought and some interaction that comes into play. Maybe that's some, we're discovering something that's here. That's it. We're onto it. We're onto it. You know what? We should create a, like a nerve gear thing from Sao. It's another reference. Lost reference. <laughs> Say who what now? Sword Art Online. It's an anime, and they put like this helmet thing on, okay. and then they it like shoots them into a virtual world of their own creating creation. I guess it's kind of like graphics, but I mean, you'd still like, you, you would completely it. move yourself just by thoughts, but you wouldn't actually be there. I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. To See, that's uh, what we do but is we walk like. through that shed door and do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the portal. Yeah, there's no the world helmet right there. though. Although I should probably wear a helmet. We do sometimes. have these great space helmets that we're, we're wearing. Oh, you mean the headsets? The headsets, yeah. the headsets yeah. and the mics, and, and our cans. I should have brought uh, my bucket. No, uh, should have. But then there's no video to actually show that I'm wearing my Mando bucket. <laughs> there can be video. We just didn't do it today. I just don't worry yeah. about it. So we like we the games that appeal to us, and you know the perspective of three women versus the world. It's three girls versus the world. Take them on. Um, so we we like games that require more imagination, more interaction, more thought. With some things that we can control. Hmm. What about you, Joe? What do you uh, prefer? Me? Yeah. Uh, well, the the type of game I like to play. Fortunately, I can I can easily display the type of game I like to play because it's what we do in the podcast now, right? So I created it to play what I wanted to play with people that I enjoyed playing a game with. Um, so a lot of times for me, it is. Uh, and again, not just from the Joe perspective, but GM perspective and boy perspective. I really like having Mickey here, uh, especially because I think to date in the, I don't know, maybe 20 or so recordings that Mickey has been in, I think she's the first one to cuss each time. Mm. Yes, so, and the right. last one to cuss, too. <laughs> Usually the last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, there is that, as Bridget had mentioned, there's that, that kind of equal playing field all the way around the table. Uh, I don't think anybody is elevated on a, on a higher platform for their ability to play because that doesn't matter when we're sitting in this room. Nobody's a better role player or character actor or anything. Um, people act differently. Like there, there are things that happen during the podcast that um, uh, it's been pointed out to me by, by a couple of people. But like, you know, Mickey, she almost always says when she's talking about her character, she said, Mickey says, well, she's going to go over there and do this. But everyone else is like, I'm going to do that. And I said, yeah, but just listen. And it won't make any difference mm-hmm. because it, it flows the same way. And, and there's that, that, again, everybody filling the same the same playing field and we're all there together and it's so easy in the group of people we have to be able to turn to any individual and say all right what are you doing and there's an answer there and if there isn't at least everyone else will equally pick on that person for not having an answer <laughs> come so, on get it together <laughs> so th- that kind of game is what i like and i think i kind of echo what you guys are saying where what you girls are saying is um the, if everybody at the table is a participant and you can be an equal participant, uh, for me, that's where in the GM part, the, the running the game piece, um, 
being able to let everybody participate in what I'm creating and let them create equally with me. And that's uh, an important part. It's one of the parts that frustrated me with the Dungeons and Dragons starter set. Everything was pre-created and I complained about it. I feel like I complained about it incessantly for the entire, um, the, the entire starter set. But I, we still had a lot of fun going through it and we'll see a little bit of a difference as we move forward. All right. That's interesting. I always say she, because to me, my characters are people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. It's, you know, it was Brie Longbottom going out there yeah. and, and wreaking havoc. And it's Thea and mm-hmm. her whole messed up psyche that goes out there and <laughs> thinks that she can take on the world by herself. And I've got a couple of other characters, like Noctra. And James pointed this out last time. You know, I talked about them like they're people, because to mm-hmm. me, they are people. Mm-hmm. But um, I have a quite another question for you, Joe. So have you experienced DMing or playing at a table with multiple girls? And yes. how did that work out? Um, well, it doesn't sound it's like it tricky. went well. <laughs> it's tricky to answer because it was a table where there were eight people and there were four girls and four boys, not counting myself. I try to think of myself as neutral while I'm sitting at the table because being the the GM having to play all boys and girls in the world, I try to remain neutral in that perspective. However, there were four and four. The problem, the the hard part for me answering that was there was too much going on at the table. So overall, it was a... It was an underwhelming performance, the the game itself. And because of that, I think that made things more distracting for everybody. So I could say, for example, one of the girls was sitting there doing a hobby and another one was sitting on her phone. Well, on the other side of the table, there was a guy doodling and another guy on a tablet. So it's not like it was the girls doing something that the boys weren't. But for the most part, the only other uh, game I've been in that had more than one girl at the table was at that guy's house. Um, and uh, she just wasn't into playing a role-playing game, but felt obliged because, well, he was running the game, and she lived there as well. Uh, and that's what, that was my perspective, at least. And, and when I talked to her, she just said she wasn't that much into playing a character. She liked the, like the Harry Potter and the fantasy world stuff, but she did not like playing a character. She felt, uh, to what Kat said a little earlier, acting class and, and stuff, she said, I can't act. Well, you don't have to act, but... Mm-hmm. Some people just don't want to get into that. That's such a rich history. I mean, think about the world of Harry Potter and Mm. bringing it into D&D. Oh, dude, I would so be Professor McGonagall. (laughs) (laughs) What? I had a thought when you all were talking about boys versus girls. And uh, Does it bother you when, especially in things like World of Warcraft or other online games where you're not face-to-face with a person, does it bother you when people play other gender characters like a girl playing a guy or a guy playing a girl i don't know i just always felt kind of icky about that <laughs> i don't know cuz you when you're seeing somebody's avatar you're assuming that's a guy or that's a girl based on what their appearance in the game is does it make you feel differently depending on how they play i guess you know, if you find out that that guy that you've been raiding with for the last six months is really a girl, hmm. or that girl that you're buddies with, you know, is really a guy, like that's just kind of creepy. That would be strange if you weren't like seeing them face to face. Yeah. Okay. So, but... point of clarification, though, like, have we communicated? Because, like, thinking of James plays a lot of WoW, and mm. I hear a lot of of talk because they they yeah, use mumble they do chat. 
they, they do chat. Talk. So oh, they actually okay. talk. But they also type. So if, obviously, let's hope that if there's chat, I would be able to tell the difference. <laughs> but if we've talked, like interacted both mm-hmm. in the game and out of the game, and, you know, if we've just shared, you know, stories and, and interacted as quote unquote friends, um, I would feel betrayed if that person didn't share who they really were. Mm. Now, if we've not interacted and it's just someone who, random it's that random. I'm playing with, then no, I, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, fly free, be free. If you want to <laughs> yeah. be, if your avatar, if you want to have a transgendered avatar, more power to you. Go for it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will think that, oh, the guy wants to be a girl just because she's hot. A lot of people will think that. Or... Uh, the girl wants to be a guy because she wants to feel manly or she wants to be like all the others and not be picked out as a girl, you know? Right. Or it could just be because that character has better stats than, or the, the exact same stats that they want. Uh, it's, it doesn't really matter who you are, but yeah, like Mickey said, if we are interacting outside of the game and I didn't know that you were a man... That'd be really kind of awkward and very weird if I mm-hmm. later found out that oh, uh, this buddy person that I've been talking to for you know six months yeah is a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've heard from um, guys who play female avatars, and that uh, one of the reasons is because when I'm playing the game, I don't want to look at a guy's butt the whole time <laughs> while I'm playing. Right? I've heard that, and then the other one I've heard is. If you start as a female character, all the all the guys that are guys in real life give you free stuff when you start because, well, you're a girl, mm. right? So, and and if you think of how many teenage boys are out there playing these games, that does indeed make some sense. Yeah, I could see that, right? Yeah. Because if you, I mean, say you logged in un, into World of Warcraft and there was a girl there wearing a Doctor Who shirt, you know, you'd give her something. <laughs> totally <laughs> to her. And be like, hey, baby, you want some fries with that shake? I've done that before. And then she's like, are you a guy? (laughs) Right away. I got a discount at a Bilo for commenting on somebody's Mockingjay pin. There you go. Oh, and I was wearing a Star Wars shirt. I want a Mockingjay pin. Hey, you got that reference? I know, because I just got yeah. it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had read the Actually, books. Actually, I read all right. the books. Okay. They yeah. read the books so much better. Oh, they were so They're fabulous. always better. And yes, Katniss rocks, and she's mm-hmm. a, a strong female <laughs> heroine. She didn't show her boobs. And she didn't show her boobs once. Movie Yay, sucked. no boobs. <laughs> what? <laughs> I uh, when I never read the books, but mm-hmm. for me... Uh, when, when Bridget first put the movie on Netflix, for, and, and in all honesty, from start to finish, I knew the entire plot. There was like there was no surprise at all because the movie just felt so scripted. Now, if you had read the books, I guess it was really cool to see how they made it into a movie. But mm-hmm. just watching the movie, I'm like, oh, she's going to do that. That's her boyfriend, but she's going to like this guy. And then it's like the whole time, I knew exactly the next step that was going to happen. Oh, that girl's going to die. I know it. <laughs> right? And it just it it was a decent movie, but it didn't feel like I was attached to it at all. Now turn the dial the, the clock back. I know it's hard because you're old. Well, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> not like back to what the sixties was. No, it's like about? so. These these books, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but are they marketed to like young adults? Yes. So as yes. a young adult, mm-hmm. I, I I could see as an adult, you know, you've, you're developed you're like, brain, oh, you figure it out. But as a young, ad- yeah. as a young adult, I yeah. think 
I mean, they did they I, did a decent job. I loved the books. I mean, I'm 21, so I would guess I consider myself an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, Legally. Maybe, adult. <laughs> Legally yeah. maybe, maybe not at heart. I'm still yeah. a princess. Um, I, I, I just can't pick out those things. Yeah, I can tell if it, uh, like, I can predict what happens next. Yeah. Um, but I do like seeing, from reading the books, I like seeing how they made it. But it's also because of the, it's the thrill and the emotions that I feel when I watch the movie and her going through this. That, that's what I get out of the movies. And I guess I really can't pick out the cliche parts because I absolutely love Once Upon a Time and everyone's like, oh, that's the most cliche TV show ever. And I was like, I love it though. It's princesses. <laughs> I, I think for me, what it was with that movie was like right from the beginning, I guess it's because it's a book series and I knew there would be multiple movies right from the beginning. I'm like, there's no way she's going to die. Uh, there's no, there was no drama in it for me, no cliffhanger, no weird twists, everything. <laughs> right. Th- th- and that's what it was for me. But Once Upon a Time, I, oh, I watched man. the first season I or two with Bridget. She's still watching it. I, I hadn't caught mm-hmm. up. I on thought ABC it was really Go good. on the app I think for free. It's definitely a girl thing. Oh, and because but it's the, so it's cliche. The, it's but the but twist. Story. But see, the, the reason More I like girls it is like it than boys. It's a twist. There's always a twist, and it was like the but first you, season. You I was like, predict the "Holy twist. moly, that's where Pinocchio came from!" Oh wow, look at how they worked. Everyone's right into it. Everyone. It was like, oh my gosh. This is awesome. He's going to kill me. Uh-oh. At our house, I can't stand Once Upon a Time. James loves it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. See, this is, this is the difference. Like, everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, everyone is, and everyone is awesome. Everyone, everyone is awesome. Oh, the Lego movie. The girl yeah, hey, the Lego you got movie. that oh, one. Yeah. Only because I have a coworker who plays that just to be annoying. Mm-hmm. So he'll grab the little clip you can get from Amazon or whatever, and he'll play it because... Every now and every now and then, like every ten minutes or so, we complain about each other. The group of people who works together. So he'll pull that up. Like everything is awesome when you're part of a team. You should counter oh. with uh, Batman's version. Oh yeah, There's everything is Batman. Everything is Batman. Huh? Everything is cool when you're Batman. <laughs> oh yes, I could do that. Oh gosh, <laughs> we've devolved very quickly, <laughs> like we tend to do, but that's okay. So we've 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 I think we've given mm-hmm. a fair yeah. assessment of the female all well, three females mm-hmm. perspective on the world of No, gaming. we represent all females. All That's females it. everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Please like us, subscribe, share your thoughts. <laughs> share your, your views. I mean, <laughs> That's like my, my sign off now. Like yeah. us, subscribe. So, okay. Share nice. your thoughts. Subscribe. I love that we're we're outside your windows in your neighborhood watching. <laughs> oh, that was Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> so Fabulous. So and was that supposed to be JJ? Is yeah. he the no, stalker? It was, it was Kurt. And he was oh. just like, and we're outside your windows watching you in your yeah. neighborhood. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Kurt was introducing an episode and he went through the different things. We're you know, on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Dot com or on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're in your neighborhood outside your window looking at you. Oh, God. <laughs> Creeper. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> you mentioned subscribe. Another thing I added to the uh, main page of the website, if you scroll down, you can put an email in and you can get notifications when anything new shows up on the website. That's new. So you can actually subscribe to the uh, website itself to get new posts sent to you. So if we post something on the site, will someone who subscribed get that? Like, could we send out little email? That'd be kind of neat. What's your Wi-Fi password? What is my Wi-Fi password? (laughs) I'm kidding. You can't use this. (laughs) (laughs) No Wi-Fi for you. No Wi-Fi. 
That would be cool, though. I like yeah. that. That's a nice feature. Yeah, it's it's there. Um, also, of course, we have the Google community, which is where I would expect to have more of the forum piece because it's a good conversation um, p- place rather than the website is really just a post and then comments on the post, whereas the, the Google community is exchange of information as well. I'd so, like to have a conversation about this on the Google community. I want yeah. some more perspectives. I agree. I'm sure... Our views are not unique. I'm sure there's others who have similar experiences and maybe some who have had different experiences. I think that there might be people who just want to go sit and enjoy a game without really having to participate. Right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be like listening to the podcast, but live. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Instead of having to wait for it to show up and listening to it on your, on your earbuds, you're, you're actually sitting at the table and watching somebody do it, but you don't really have to do anything until it's your turn and they say, all right, I'll hit him with my sword. And yeah, now someone else go. And then this you can cool. insult other people exactly. that are doing a bad job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a cop out. <laughs> shoot him in the knee. Shoot him in the knee. Shoot, shoot him in the, the knee. knee. <laughs> can I shoot him in the knee now? I'm going to shoot him in the knee. <laughs> He took an arrow to the and, knee. And yeah. greedy Bree, who had to pry the jewel out of the statue. That <laughs> I kill everybody. <laughs> yes, that's released now, so there's no spoiler there. That's oh, good. sorry. <laughs> I felt that that was true to Bree's character. That was just her shining moment right there. <laughs> She's oh, a girl. by the way, that jewel that you just killed your party for <laughs> is fake. fake. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> That's really how that adventure ended. <laughs> if you listen fabulous. to it, it's pretty I'm Sorry awesome. for the spoiler. Yeah, well, alert. you can skip right to the end if you don't want to listen to all of it, but that, I think it's a worthy ending. Or that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like it. Very good. And I was reading the actual adventure last night, and I said to Joe, I was like, oh, you guys didn't go in this room. And he's like, no, we, we didn't have time to get through every room. I'm like, Bree would have been like, Mama needs the bling! <laughs> Pry the rings <laughs> off his finger! <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. gosh. Yeah. Mama would have yeah, mama, mama see, I see them as characters because I I was listening to the whole development of how they kind of grew together as a group. <laughs> mama needs the bling. <laughs> I need new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's like, shit him in the knee. <laughs> so it was a good balance. <laughs> it was a good balance. <laughs> Thank you. I try. That's yeah. what I strive for, my character. And it was a very funny table. You guys are are all very funny. Like I'll be sitting in there listening with my earbuds on and I just laugh out loud at something and the girls are like, Uh oh, what's mommy listening to? Yeah. You broke mommy again. It's <laughs> funny. I I'll be I'll be in there either in a different room or, or just even sitting near her and she laughs and all right, so what part was it? Yeah, he's I, like, Well, well what are you listening it. to? What are you listening to? Yeah. And, and there's been a, a few parts because we've recorded enough now. There's been a few parts that she finds funny that I'm like, I, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I'm like, go back. It's session three, episode two. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one thing I would uh, say, we're, we're getting close to the end of this one. Um, what would you guys say to sometime in a few months or so actually trying a game with the girls? Ooh. I think an all-girl game. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I yeah, have a awesome. niece, also named Kat. Or likes and to Brittany. call herself Cat, <laughs> and uh, but we could definitely get um, enough people to to mm-hmm. play in the game, mm. and um, we could try that out. That get some schedules to match up and mm-hmm. play, play maybe for a few hours a nice one shot game where you can get some character ideas ready, develop the characters, and then poof off into the world. That would I think that'd be fun. I've already got my character. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> so actually, let's take a, a couple more minutes. Um, I'll start with you, Kat, because you had a character ready. Mm-hmm. What kind of character do you like to play? And we'll use the setting of the medieval fantasy game, of the, uh, the, the 
stereotypical Dungeons and Dragons, um, thinking of all of the archetypes and the tropes that you know, what, what is your favorite one that you want to get into to play a game? Um, the character that I started with was uh, Wilden, and it was a cat creature. And I loved the uh, really tall, agile characters and more elf-like uh, ones that are strong but don't look strong. Um, I like either the mysterious ones. I like to make my characters a little mysterious or mischievous. I don't like playing the super happy, fluffy characters all the time. But you do like that sometimes? (laughs) Um, Depends, yes. (laughs) I am a princess, so I mean, I I do like the princessy ones. Um, but not for battling like this. I couldn't mm. be like, aha, and then like <laughs> kill somebody. <laughs> I throw my glass slipper at them. <laughs> no, just more like break it on the side of the <laughs> table. Yes. And stab them with it. That's my kind of character. Okay. You don't get shanked <laughs> with a glass slipper. With the heel glass of a glass slipper. Be right? like Rapunzel wielding a, a lightsaber. <laughs> That's awesome. That would, that would be awesome. That's my next cosplay, y'all. <laughs> when you have a, a problem, maybe cutting your hair, you have to have would it have wrapped up right. Would I have to cut my hair? No, no, I'm, no, just... I'm sorry, Rapunzel. If you're like swinging a lightsaber, oh, around, well, your no, hair is going to be all over the place. No, I would have her. Uh, she uses you know, it as a curling she, iron. She, she does ah. cut her hair off. Remember? <laughs> no, he never go- saw. He never movie. saw. It. Okay, no, I'm that's fine. Sorry. I should. He's a dad of two girls. Fail. Her her hair gets She's cut off at the very end, and it goes like all it's like brown and short and really cute. That's yeah. what, when you that's say, what I would is do. this from Tangled? It's yeah. from yes. Tangled. Okay. Yeah, he got I know it. that's who is yeah. the character in <laughs> Tangled, but alright. Mm-hmm. I would probably play some sort of elvish creature because I'm totally obsessed with Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. She's like the most awesome and Arwen is awesome. I love elves. I think they're amazing and pretty and like powerful and eternal. Yeah, I'd probably be an elf. I don't know an elf what, but I'd be an elf. <laughs> something elfy. Elf, something elf. Something would, would it be an elf that kicked butt or an elf that was diplomatic or an elf that was magic? It would be an elf that could kick butt, but probably won't unless you provoke her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little restraint. Guess whose character's getting provoked first? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be an elf that that has a little little shank in her back pocket. That when she needs to use it, she will. But otherwise, she's pretty mellow. Her hairpin is like a little needle. Yeah, there you stick go. People yes. in the eye. Yes. Stab you in the eye. Instead <laughs> of the knee. Or like she she would do eye. poison and like other very quiet ways to sneaky. kill you. Yeah, sneaky. Poisoned hairpin. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Bonus. Um, my characters tend to be bullies. They tend to be bullies. Should've I like been. I like damage dealers. I like characters that you know can wallop mm-hmm. when they want to. Because mm-hmm. I I like to, whenever my party's around, yes. I like to go in and make sure that I I stomp around so and, and smack some people around as long as there's some backup. And my characters tend to have like a dark side or a shadier side. They don't tend to be like. You know, lawful good. I will never play a lawful good character. I like some 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 shades to my characters, but definitely some Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, no, 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 no! Not that kind of podcast. Making like Forty Eight Shades of Maroon. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. 
So yeah, definitely some damage dealers. I think I'm going to try doing a barbarian next. You know, holy really? moly, yes. Because think about can you think about like that character just going berserk? It's a Xena warrior mm-hmm. princess, just idea, walloping yeah. everything. Yeah, as long as she doesn't get her mind turned and kill you the entire party. Uh, well, <laughs> no. When a barbarian goes berserk, right? It's enraged. Is that what yeah. it's called? They can't not be controlled. Oh. Well, you're thinking straight D&D. I know. That means we'd either have to play D&D or... Uh, we could adopt that character for something <laughs> yes, else. Yes, you definitely could. So that's that's what I like. I like a damage dealer. I really liked your tiefling. <laughs> I can't. I still can't pronounce her name, but she's pretty cool. Yeah. She was very sneaky. Can't pronounce her name. What's her name? I don't remember. Okay, cool. Sounds <laughs> terrible. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, she remembers All my characters are people. I don't remember not, her name. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I don't know if I remember that one. No, either. you haven't played with her yet. But I think you had talked about it before. Yeah, she's got oh. an interesting backstory. She made some, some wheels and deals and sold her soul to get some power. And the backstory I know is important to you, Mickey. Very um, much so. Uh, how important would it be... Uh, Bridget, to actually have a history for your character when you started. So your character may have motivations or ideals or something that happened to them in the past that actually makes them do what they do now. I think it's important for the player to have that history or that backstory in their mind as they're bringing their character into the world because that's going to influence how they interact with the other players. If they just have a blank slate and they're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, uh, sure i'll go along with you guys you know they don't consider any motivations they don't it just makes it really flat and they're not much fun to to listen to or to watch because there's not much of a story there there's no there's no flavor there's no color i think it's really important that you have a a good picture in your mind of what you're going to do before you sit down so you know when you look at your stat sheet that hey, this is what my, my character does and why and what she's more likely to do or what she's definitely not going to want to do. If you know, Say she's afraid of spiders. Every time a spider comes into a room, you know, she's going to freak. <laughs> she's not going to be the one out front. She's going she's gonna to freak and, and try to get away from it as quickly as possible. Um, so it would definitely interact, um, in, influence the gameplay with the, the backstory. Uh, it would be very cool for a player to actually give their character a pho- character a phobia and stick with it. They yeah, never yeah. Do. <laughs> they're, they're afraid of something, but they get over it quick when it counts for experience. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Quit being afraid of my experience. I need to kill it. <laughs> okay. How about you, Kat? Uh, yeah, I, I like background. Right. Uh, background is very important to me as the player and uh, creating my character because if you have at least a general basis of what happened to your character, like how your character grew up, I tend to pick urchins like of characters who didn't know their parents and grew up on the streets and they're very streetwise and then something happened and developed them being tough or a very antisocial um, uh, that's how I create my character because I want I want to know uh, their personality, and that definitely influences their personality because then I can play my character and uh, banter back and forth with all of the other characters. Like with my Wilden or Wilden, um, I I would always call the other characters smelly. I would stay away from them, like climb trees and be like, mm. "You're smelly. Go away." <laughs> I'd say that's something I like, and I was actually talking to Bridget about this the other day. Um, 
a, a player who will develop a trait or one thing that mm-hmm. sticks out for their character and then then hammer it home over and over and over. And I was using the example of uh, Nicky Saunders, that Saunders. character I played. Saunders is and, fabulous. And I, I gave him the lisp to start, but then it's the same over-the-top attitude the entire time. Right? He never backed down for th- three-plus hours of playing that it's the same. He's going to kick your ass and he's going to lisp it the whole way. <laughs> Saunders uh, will make you exhausted. Yes. Um, and, and I like that. I like that when somebody takes it. Like they're, everybody's always smelling. I'm going to get away from mm-hmm. them. It's, it's often that a, a player will come up with something for the character and then eventually just taper off or, or not really pay attention to it anymore. And to me, those, like for the NPCs that I create, I try to make them have at least some trait that's over the top so you remember them. Uh, when you go back to the blacksmith, it's the blacksmith that, you know, that talked with a Mexican accent or something, right? And everyone <laughs> remembers that. Why, I mean, why would that happen uh, with a blacksmith? Or, or it's the one-armed blacksmith or something like that. Something, <laughs> How does he swing right, Exactly. Paper. Something that, that, makes, that, that, that makes it a character, something mm-hmm. that, that gives him that life that, that's memorable. I like yeah. that when a player does that as well. Everything was smelly. Everything. Everything, was <laughs> <laughs> Everything is smelly when you're part of a team. There's <laughs> yeah. Cat's true. character in a tree. There's <laughs> I'm leaving. Everything smell. is smelly. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stay upwind of them. And, yeah. um, anything else you guys would like to uh, throw at you, girls? Girls. I use guys universally. Use guys. Yeah. Use guys. How's about you, tree guys? How how do y'all guys? How about y'all guys. <laughs> I don't think that works. Quite All enough. y'all guys. We're we're Yankees too, so it's even funnier when he does it. I do it all the time. Y'all um, all y'all's guys. I think okay. my perspective. I think I was covered. Just treat yeah. us like we're players. Got to be not balanced. Like we're girls. Uh-huh. Keep it balanced. Keep it fair. Just because there's a female at the table doesn't mean she's a girl. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not an invitation to hit on me just no, because I walk into a comic. Yeah shop or because i approach a table full of guys who are playing i'll try to stop stop it <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely you need to stop yeah. we just especially wanna... when your wife's with you yeah <laughs> is it okay if you hit on your own wife yes that's allowed yes that's yeah. that's very okay Damn. that's allowed <laughs> <laughs> and there oh, will be no future God. podcasts from this day forward <laughs> and you're staying in the shed yeah. <laughs> at least i got a heater right here oh lord <laughs> JJ and I. I will cut the power to the shed. (laughs) You can, too. That sucks. Do that from the house. All right. Well, on that note, let's wrap this one up. Um, Again, find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Of course, you can find us on iTunes. Hopefully, you're listening right from there now. Uh, You can also uh, catch us on our Google community. We're on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, I, I think I've started saying we're all over the internet. We've soiled the internet, so we're <laughs> we're going to keep on doing that. Um, let's go around the table and, and say bye. Who who are you again? And bye. My name's Cat. <laughs> I guess I'm the princess of the group because <laughs> I'm the youngest. <laughs> bye. Uh, this is Bridget, um, the wife of Joe, and uh, the wife of Joe. Yeah, and bye. <laughs> and this is Mickey, part of the regular cast of characters. It was fun chatting with you guys. Alright, thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next time. Vagina! (laughs) 
there, ladies and gents. We hope you enjoyed hearing our thoughts about different issues that come up when men and women game together and what we look for in a great game and a great experience playing. Remember, guys, girls are gamers, too. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.